Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Local Chat. This is episode 14, and it's a real winner already, folks. We've had a lot of fun in the pre-stream. We should start what streaming those, but... Blasted opening there from Will. <laughs> I, I realized about two seconds before we started that I blow this mic out every single time, so I didn't have time to adjust, so I just went quiet. <laughs> folks! We are here! It's gonna be a great time. Joining me... The, let's do that take two. Joining me today is a man who thinks Spotify grows on trees. It's Ian Gibson. No, not engaging <laughs> with that one. Try again. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> hey, everyone. I'm your host, Will Crosby. And joining me today is a man who doesn't believe World War II actually happened. It's Ian Gibson. You can't have a two without a one. And it's called the Great War, not World War One. Thank you very much. All I'm saying is... <laughs> And also joining me is a man who believes glasses should be left in the kitchen, Chris Elliott. I can't see how unemployed I am without my glasses on. <laughs> oh, I need to go get new glasses. Uh, uh, this is Local Chat. We're a gaming podcast where we talk about video games. We don't actually game. We just talk about how fond we are of them. Uh ton of news or not ton of news it's not it's not quite a light news week it's more of a medium to heavy light news week um lots to go over but before we go over the sweet 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 news first we got to go over what we have been playing and starting us off this week as always is the guest chris elliott what have we been playing this week uh i've been playing an absolute crap ton of uh, horizon zero dawn Horizon Zero naming conventions. Um, the former, like Sony, I guess it's still Sony first party, uh, Guerrilla Games action. Um, which, but I've, I've actually been playing the PC version of it because I picked Ooh. that up on sale somewhat recently. Oh. I don't remember actually. It was like thirty bucks, right? <laughs> it was thirty bucks. Yeah. Um, how is um how is that running? Because I when it came out, a lot of people were saying it looked worse than the PS4 version. So it looks comp. It looks the same. I would say it probably okay. looks a little better because I'm running on an ultra. Um, it honestly does not run that great. Wow. Uh, it, it chugs sometimes. Um, and let, like, look, my I know I can assure you my computer is stronger than a base PlayStation 4. And a base <laughs> yeah. PS4 has no problems running this game. It's just not optimized fantastic. That being said, if I cap it at 60 frames and run everything on Ultra, it's fine. Occasionally there's some hitching if there's like a ton of crap going on at once. Um, because this game has a lot of particle effects. Uh, in particular, when you go to the DLC, the Frozen Wilds, which um, is genuinely one of the best DLCs I've ever played. Oh, come back now. Like, there's a lot of snow on the ground there, and uh, mm -hmm. uh, when like robots fall and stuff, they will like act actively move the snow and like leave imprint. And like, if they blast oh, wow. fire, it'll burn the snow away and reveal grass underneath. Um, and when oh. when all that's going on at once, there's a there's a little bit of frame dippy dip. Um, but for the most part, it's not too bad. But there are definitely some some problems. With um so that's, that's to... interesting though to hear that it, it doesn't run that well because it's on the decima engine which is also what death stranding uses and yeah I, it's it's shocking phenomenal pc game i'm yeah. guessing they just really heavily planned on this thing never leaving playstation yeah i could see yeah that. that's true Whereas death stranding was originally like, pc yeah they they always yeah it was always expected to go other places um, i um that i have a reminder on my phone because i think horizon zero dawn is free on the 19th it's right this it's month now. Yeah, I think it's now. It's free until it then, right I believe. Yeah, because because oh. uh, Pridge Pridge downloaded it for free 
off that and remind, which reminded me to start playing it um i because i wanted to replay this game before forbidden west comes out and i i like this game a lot i liked it a lot when it came out um i this game is so good um and the dlc is really 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 good um and i'm glad that i went back and played it because i would not have played it otherwise i typically don't buy uh dlcs for for story-based single-player games uh, it's a rarity. I would say like Bloodborne is one of the examples of one that I did, and that's also a, a great single player DLC. Um, I was super glad I went back and played this game. This game is like it is great. It's probably the best new IP I can think of of the last gen. Uh, yeah, I'm I, trying to think of other. I've always other wanted to IPs. play it. This Jedi says it, it's not until the 19th. It's free. Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Yeah. So I'll wait till the 19th to download it. Um, sorry, you said first party IP new IPs. Yeah, I was just, just saying new, IP new, new IPs game. in general of the last gen. I I would say this is the best one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess you could say Bloodborne, but that's not really an IP considering it's it is, but like it's one it's one game and then you get a sequel. So who gives a crap? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I almost said God of War, but then I remember there's other. God I mean, of War. I, I, I mean, I, you could gen, consider it, but yeah. this last gen was a lot of like a lot of rehashing, remakes, remasters, revisiting, reboots, sequels. Re- yeah. Um, not that they were all bad or anything but uh i will say uh, people compare uh horizon and tomb raider a lot um i don't think it's the very comparable games i think horizon is more like fallout uh sorry uh, far cry 3 but in third person more than anything else um uh i will take a million more of these games before i take another lara croft tomb raider game (laughs) I don't know. Those new those new Tomb Raiders are pretty good. They're much more I, limited in scope and scale, but they they're they're pretty polished. Like I adore one. the the first, yeah, the first one and the other ones after that. I I don't like. I they they made Lara's character really whiny, which I don't like. I yeah, like when I she's a, a cool badass. Yeah. But anyway, other than that, I've been playing uh, more Valorant. Um, game's still good. <laughs> no no updates there. Uh. It's a, it's a good game. I I I I'm glad. I like having a multiplayer game to like to like grind and chip away at, and it's a it's a it's a fun game. Um, other than that, oh, this is exciting. RPG Maker XP doesn't technically count as playing, but whatever. Uh, working on a little 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 side action. How, how is that for Windows XP? Uh, I don't know why yeah. it's called XP. Uh, it only I runs on. Yeah, only <laughs> exclusively. I I have a virtual. I, I have to open a virtual machine to <laughs> open this uh, Steam file. Um, that's crazy. Uh, how many, there's four people watching this. Uh, I don't care. Mm. I'm making a Pokemon ROM hack, folks. Oh, I know about this. Oh, like an actual ROM hack, or just yes, like a Pokemon like? Uh, no, an actual ROM hack. And you two oh, chuckle fucks are in it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, Very, that's that's exciting. Exciting. I haven't figured out how to code trainers yet. <laughs> Uh, but no, I've been using, uh, there's this, uh, Reddit Pokemon RMXP, I believe is the subreddit. Uh, and they have the thing called Pokemon Essentials, which is basically like, here is literally everything you could possibly need to make a Pokemon ROM hack. Um, and like, I was talking about this yesterday, the, the stuff that people have done with this engine to make it clone Pokemon and to just like make it be a Pokemon engine is, is insane. (laughs) Like, like, I mean, I cannot, I cannot, I can't like like function to think of how they did some of the stuff going on here it's it's amazing yeah. um but yeah, yeah i will make a promise if you finish it we will play it boom on stream hell yeah. yeah uh it'll be will's first pokemon <laughs> <laughs> a, fa- a fake one made by me i just uh, can i just say real quick i cannot believe will 
like doesn't like Pokemon. It is. I was saying completely irrational. It's it's insane. Uh, I was saying we should do it for a Will's first JRPG. Is make him play a Pokemon. (laughs) Technically an RPG. Technically Japanese. Technically, shut up. Um, Yeah. And uh, the last thing I've been playing, and I think Will's been playing this a lot too. uh, It's really popping up on the on the Steam charts on the forums. uh, The unemployment line. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm like Pablo Escobar in that in that meme. I just like walk around and stare at things all day because they don't know what to do (laughs) (laughs) sweet reference to that one meme thanks i'm not like pablo escobar in the killing and the drug trafficking but But he is in the cocaine (laughs) way folks yeah because you're unemployed yes exactly (laughs) i'd be employed if i was doing that yes unemployment it's nice but also it's it's like it's like such a weird catch 22 in a way because it's like great i have all this free time to be depressed and about how much <laughs> not money i'm making that i can't spend on things i want to do with now my free time it speaks to the power of capitalism to be like you have all this free time to 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 feel guilty yeah you're not doing listen anything. i'm it's your fault i'm soaking up money from the government i'm yeah that's true. thanks joe Biden. hey thanks. man gumpla's cheap yeah. <laughs> oh, it's true. I <laughs> I'm going to pick up probably tomorrow the hobby desk, so I'll get that all set up tomorrow and then build Gumpla and cry. Um, Ooh, um we're seeing each other this weekend. Good, I that's a good I stream some, name. I have some gunpla related gifts for you. <gasps> wait, oh wait. condoms. And I'll also <laughs> be there. <laughs> Yes, Chris is joining us. I don't know if I told you, Ian, so prepare oh, yourself. Awesome. <laughs> uh, real quick, I'm just so into Gumpla that when you said condoms, I, I, there was a millisecond where I was like, didn't think it was a joke. I was like, <laughs> oh, is there some secret technique with Gunpla and condoms that I don't know about? Like you, like it rubs the panel liner <laughs> off better? Ian, Ian gives it. But then like a millisecond later, I was like, oh, it's a joke. <sighs> but what if it wasn't? What if you could use it as like an airbrush holder? It's those little know? like... The uh, spermicide uh, really gets in the, there. The, the, the finger <laughs> condoms yeah. that my dad has. Uh, for his fingers? <laughs> yeah, use them to like... Is- he's just like, like, like grease the shot of your finger no he has this really nasty actually yeah he has this really nasty thing where his fingers just like dry up so much that they split open and start bleeding and so he has oh. to like pack finger condoms full of grease and put them on his fingers oh. when it's really bad it's That's just so worst. stupid but he walks around the house little finger condoms on. <laughs> i love this just wear gloves. bashing of I ian's father um, yeah take that richard gibson <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he's not a dick. How dare you? <laughs> oh, oh boy. Okay, I have been playing. Uh, uh, Chris, that's all you've been playing. Nothing else there. Great. Uh, I've been playing Valheim, which is enjoyable. I'm kind of. Well, it's because I've been busy. I've been uh, like figuring out my life <laughs> right now. I've been busy with unemployment, but also like. I had just moved, so I'm still using most of my downtime to just rearrange things and move boxes and get things set up. I rearranged my computer. My other monitor used to be on this side, but now I put my computer there and I put the monitor on this side. So I keep looking this way and nothing's over there. Mm. And But now I have more leg room and it's because I had a carpet and I was worried about it overheating. All that sort of stuff. That It's all to say that on Tuesday we played Valheim and it was very fun and there's a great relaxing game. I look forward to playing that every time we stream it. I've also well, been I think pl- the big thing is we were kind of stuck in the swamps for a while, which is a god-awful biome. Yes. Not, it, I think mechanically it's great, but it's just not an enjoyable biome. It's kind of suffering intentionally. Yeah, you can't, uh, you can't hang out there. 
yeah, so we finally beat a boss. We're in the mountains now, which is different. We've got different different environment, different terrain. We've actually got to do some climbing in a way. We've got different enemies. So it's like it's like a refresh of the game in a way. Yeah, it's it's super nice. I, I really enjoy that game. It has great music, very relaxing, uh, and it runs great as well. Oh, the um, song, great song. <clears throat> great song. Good song. Um, Outriders, still a solid 7 out of 10, but I couldn't put it down for some reason. I think subconsciously I wanted to give it a longer chance. So I played a lot longer. Uh, I did enjoy it, but I've ultimately kind of just dumped it. I think I'm going to uninstall it. I don't really want to keep playing. Did you pay dollars for that or is that Game Pass? No, Game Pass. It's the only way I would have played that game. Uh, Yeah, it was was decently fun for what it was, but it's just like the gunplay I think was where it lost yeah. me, which is what Ian it happened to Ian. The, the powers were really cool. I was like the fire guy, but halfway through a mission, I was like, I want to try the other classes. And then the only way to try the other classes is to make a new character and go through all that uh, stuff again. Uh, I, I'm fairly sure I'm, I'm not a hundred percent accurate on that, but that's what I could gather. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like doing that. So I went back we to, need to games need to stop being classist and classism yeah if i want to switch classes mid-game mid-play through it let me do it punish me make me start at level one in the other class yeah but let me do it don't make me rehash or final fantasy stuff. 14 has perfected this system yeah or yeah. like if i'm starting a second character just skip all the i don't know if it does this so it could do this but skip all the story stuff and just put me in the game yeah like like i don't want well, i don't need I don't even want to replay story missions, you know, just that's right. Yeah. Be that's who I am mean. right now. <clears throat> yeah. But start a different class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have been playing yeah, a, yeah, I've been playing a butt ton. Oh yeah. Division did have a good thing where you could just, cause it wasn't classes. It was specials. It just felt like they didn't really have a good fleshed out tech or ability tree. It always felt very thin. All the, all the all the abilities feel very like minimal. Like, they don't yeah, do a ton. yeah. But they did that. Uh, like you, you're picking your like power ups rather than so you could ultimately yeah. like change that stuff out pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So I think I'm pretty much done with Outriders. I, I'll probably uninstall it. Uh, I, yeah. Um, Dragon Quest Builders Two. Been enjoying the crap out of this game. I want to, so uh switch in their infinite wisdoms nintendo they don't display your playtime until after 10 days and above a certain amount of time so for the first 10 days it says you started this blank days ago and then <laughs> i'm sorry nintendo what yes. the hell after oh, 10 hours it says the hour count and below 10 hours it says for some time for a lot of time which is the worst thing ever so anyways i would say i'm probably about 20 hours into this game Maybe 15, between 15 and 20. And I'm still playing the demo. I have not purchased this game yet. And I have not like lingered on anything. I it's it's I mean, it's called the jumbo demo, which is makes sense. But I I just can't believe I haven't given them money yet. Like I would be okay putting this game down (laughs) and saying I played like a decent amount of Dragon Quest Builders 2. Like it's crazy. So I'm really enjoying that. Um, the building's got a lot better. I actually noticed, because I'm paying way more attention to it now, ever since you mentioned the mouse thing. Because I was like, oh, I really want to see how it is, like how I compensate for this. And they have a lot of good things where like when you hold down the look up or look down button, it locks you in a X pattern. So you, mm-hmm. if you, no matter which way you push, you're walking in a straight line. So that's super yeah. helpful. 
Um, you can also go first person in it, which is really weird because it's like yeah. most of that game is from far away. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, it's it's I I fell in love with like the Dragon Quest world, and this is a great way to kind of explore that without playing a long RPG because you can just save and exit whenever you want to. Um, I dipped into Dreams today or yesterday. And it made me replay the entire tutorial thing again on the PS5. And then I couldn't skip it, which was the worst. And then I played like two visual showcases. And then I'm like, yeah, I don't. I, don't. I just wanted to like see stuff, but really it, it didn't. In, yeah, it streams. Um, I got into the Crowfall beta, which is a new MMORPG mm-hmm. coming out. Um, played about half an hour before my before the breaker tripped in this room, uh, which was great. Um, I think it's a nuisance trip with this. They're like these arc breakers or whatever. Anyways, uh, that's not anyone's problem. It was, it was pretty fun. Uh, there were a lot of people in it. So I, I don't know how many people are allowed into this demo or beta. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out what it's doing. I was playing a gerbil race, which was pretty great. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and so he's just like this little Sorry, dribble guy who's a knight. What the hell is this game? It's called Crowfall. It's um, an MMO? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's it's an MMO. It has very oh, wow vibes. It's like crap. <laughs> uh, no, but the, the, the crea- I think the big draw is that the creators are from like Star Wars Galaxies. A yeah. Bunch of, oh. Like well-known MMOs. So they yeah. kind of put together a dream team in a way. So I haven't gotten far enough to like figure out what makes this great with MMO stuff. I'm not that into the world building right now. It's a lot of like heady god stuff and I, I don't know, it's kind of a turn off for me. Like it's just I'm not really into that. I kind of just wanted to play dwarves and stuff, but everyone does that. So they got to make themselves different. So I'll I'll, I'll come back with reports on that. Gross looking. Yeah, they're weird. Uh it, it said it's fully streamable, so I might pop up a stream this weekend um and show that and then finally oh i've dipped my toes back into dwarf fortress again just a tiny little bit i've been watching shout out to krug smash on youtube and watching a bunch of his videos because he is a fantastic storyteller storyteller and dwarf fortress player and he does like great crayon drawings and i, I i'm tempted to sign up for his patreon so i can ask him how he films stuff because a lot of his stuff is like super high quality and then he like zooms into it and pans it as stuff's happening. And I don't know if he's like doing a voiceover during or he's just has another window capturing large sections of the map. Because when I play, when you play a Dwarf Fortress or like any sort of RTS, you're constantly moving the map around. So I don't yeah. know how he holds oh. the map solid and like pans it while recording. So I just want to figure that out because that's really cool. Um, but yeah, his stuff's really cool and entertaining and fun. And he goes into like the right amount of detail with stuff. And, uh, he also has a pretty good voice and cute drawings as well. Uh, so that made me jump into some Dwarf Fortress, uh, and I'm playing around with that a little bit more. And that's all I've been playing. That's it. That's all she wrote. So Ian, what have you been playing? Um, well, last night and today... I finally sat down and played Journey, the PS3, then eventually PS4 
and a Windows game. Um, I I I put this off for a couple of years just because I wasn't sure if I would like it. It kind of came out right around that time of like Gone Home, where people were crazy about walking simulators, and I don't think Gone Home is that good of a game. So I was worried that this was too overrated. I also it was I don't want to say it wasn't easy for me to play it, but I didn't have a PS3. And then even when I had a PS4, I still wasn't sure if I should buy it. Long story short, at some point it came up on PS Plus. I got it, didn't play it. I booted up my PS5 last night to download something and Journey was there because I must have downloaded it at some point. So I played it. Um, it's very good. It's very good. I feel like it is a master class in game design. Yeah, um, totally. It just does so many smart things and it does them so well. And there are things that are, I don't want to say are commonplace, but you see them all over the place now. But even now, which I think is nine, 10 years after Journey came out, there are games trying to implement those same mechanics, but doing it poorly. So things like, um, you know, you're in an area and you see something in the distance. And so you just know that's the direction you're heading towards. You know, it's, it's almost impossible I don't want to say that it's very difficult to get lost in journey because they are constantly signposting you, but it's not explicit. It's not obvious. It's like, Hey, maybe you should head this way. Maybe you should head this way because this thing's interesting. This guy's doing something over here. Maybe head towards that. You're coming out of an area and you see it's, there's an object framed in the distance. You should head that way. Things like that. Things like storytelling that is not necessarily driven by narration or dialogue or text. Um, Great use of score, great use of environments, very simplistic mechanics, but that are iterated on just like all this like simplistic stuff that sounds easy, but is just a very well implemented in Journey. It is. And it's it's a masterclass of show, not tell. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of it, even even just the the feel of the game, like I was talking about signposting, like there's this one area where um, there's this one area where you're in a like a very hilly dune desert mm -hmm. and it is a huge area and it is very easy to get lost in there except journey makes it very easy to stay on target because there are things in the environment pointing you to certain directions there are little objects grabbing your attention you know something on the screen that you know will grab the player's attention they'll look towards it and they'll realize oh i should go that way um and there are way too many games that do not do a good job of that like we just talked about wolfenstein um, the recent Wolfenstein games and how the level designs in those games are not good because you're constantly getting lost and a little turned around. Um, so it's just it's just interesting to play Journey, which I believe is a 10 year old game now, and to see yeah, it has to be all this crazy stuff that is well done. Even just like the like you how they take control of the camera away from you or nudge the camera in certain directions, but it doesn't feel zooming. yeah, and it doesn't feel like it is resting control from you you don't get frustrated you're just like oh it's trying to show me something you know yeah, yeah. i think uh, this is a ben esposito quote but he said uh journey journey will show you a thing and you know you can go there versus like todd howard telling you see that mountain you can climb it it's like journey just shows you a mountain and you know instinctively oh i can climb that mountain because you're yeah. showing me the, and the you thing. want to yeah yes exactly. you yeah. want to um, um abzu is pretty good too which is not the sequel to it but people? It's the same, it's like 10 of the same people. It's the same game director and composer. Uh -huh. It's it's Journey, but water. Yeah. The Desert oh. and Journey is called the Sand Sea, by the way. And I think Sand Sea is, is so much cooler than Desert That's like, cool, as, yeah. as a word. Uh, Abzu is free with that PlayStation. Yeah, so I have it, but I don't like water. 
and I've heard Abzu has a terrible art style. And it took me ten years to play Journey, so That's I will true. play so Abzu another in ten another years. Just go play Greece or Gris, however you say it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So, anyways, Journey, I I I enjoyed it. And if you were like me and you were hesitant, you're like, I'm not really usually about this genre. Maybe it's overrated. I would say give it a shot. It just it's a great, very quick. It took me like maybe an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. And like I said, it's. It, I feel like. I don't make video games, but it gave me a good eye towards how to make good video games because of all the different things it implements very well within it. Um, the other game I played, played about 30 minutes of it just this afternoon, is Harvest Moon, A New Beginning. Oh. Um, so the reason why I was, I was talking with, with Maggie, my fiance, about Harvest Moon games, because she's always been a fan of them. And... Uh, we were talking about Stardew Valley, the board game. Then we talked about Stardew Valley. We talked about Harvest Moon. And I said, I've never played a Harvest Moon game. And I really want to. And I was like, I was like, well, maybe I should play on 3DS. I was like, there's Switch games. There's that whole split between Harvest Moon and Story of Seasons. And I was like, what do I do? And I looked up lists. And then I was like, well, maybe, maybe I should, maybe I should do some illegal things to my 3DS. And then I went and got my 3DS. And I looked at my 3DS games and there was Harvest Moon, a new beginning in the middle of my 3DS games. <laughs> oh, really? Weird. And I was like, what? And then I showed it to Maggie and I guess it was hers. And she brought it when she moved in and it just ended up in my 3DS collection. So anyways, I started playing that. It's not great. I don't think I'm ever going to play another Harvest Moon game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that pre or post like, split? Yeah, which which it's is this? I believe it's pre-split. Okay. Oh, interesting. Um, it is just like... It does like the whole 30 minute thing where it's just like, hello, welcome to town. Let me tell you about the mini map. And then it's just like, here's what the mini map is. You should try moving around. And then you're like, move over here. And it's just like, and the art style is not great. Uh, I forgot how bad the 3DS is in terms of like, I have a new 3DS XL and the screen is not very bright. Yeah. And it's horribly, it's not horribly pixelated, but I think because they had the 3D, Screen, that one it, is that is the last before so, split, by the way. Okay, yeah, it's and it's just like the it like has like an interlaced effect on it because I think it's a Ugh. 3D screen. It's not. It's not a great hand. That's how I was playing it, uh, Dragon Quest Eight, and I'm like, oh, I should have done a PS2 emulator. <laughs> yeah, some yeah. of these names are very good. Harvest Moon Boy and Girl. Harvest <laughs> ha Harvest Moon Cute. Uh, oh. Harvest Moon Animal Parade, not Animal Crossing. You can have a great uh, harvest, real Harvest Moon name or fake Harvest Moon name. Harvest Moon More Friends of Mineral Town, <laughs> which Aww. I assume is the sequel to Friends of Mineral Town. Yeah, uh, and then that my 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 favorite, it's a Wonderful Life spinoff, Harvest Moon Another Wonderful Life. <laughs> <laughs> just, we just had another one. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so I I feel kind of good about this because. I have wanted to play a Harvest Moon game for more than a decade, probably. And now I never have to play a Harvest Moon game again because I gave it a solid 30 minutes and I'm out. Just play Stardew <laughs> Valley. Out. It's a better I Harvest don't like Stardew Moon. Valley. Um, really? Yeah, Stardew Valley. I, I think hate you are the only person I've ever heard. I hate, don't like I hate, hate, hate the mechanic with the, the energy, whatever the exhaustion mechanic. Yeah. I don't oh, then, I don't think it controls well. I don't think then, it controls that well. Then Ian, I could have told you there's zero chance of you liking Harvest Moon. <laughs> well, Harvest Moon doesn't have the exhaustion mechanic, at least the one that I played for 30 minutes. Oh, that's that. Yeah, that, that's it's long. just a timer. It's just a timer. Oh, what? No, there's a heart system in all the Harvest Moon games. That is your stamina. Oh, is that is that what it's? That I must, must not be in this mechanic. this one. No, I had hearts. I just wasn't paying attention. Oh yeah, hearts and stamina. But so I will say, there's still a chance that maybe one day I will play Rune Factory 
that is my only hope now. I'm going to replace my Harvest Moon yearning with Rune Factory. So Rune Factory one is one of those games that I hear about, and I know people love it, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to be involved. Uh, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> it's basically, people are just like, it's Harvest Moon, but there's also like a combat questing RPG system. So you can like, like, like in Stardew Valley, you can go in the mines. In Rune Factory, you can also like go out on quests and gather material like and then come that. back to town. Stupid. Anyways uh from the man who doesn't like pokemon even though he loves cats and cute things and attachment Wait. to all of his characters and shit yeah but like pokemon that. are stupid how dare you it's just it's just i don't understand it because it's literally everything that you have previously loved and are currently loving like jrpg it's he nothing like, it's nothing would, i hate the combat pokemon system in that game it's stupid uh he would love he would love collecting them all. He would love doing a Nuzlocke. He and the only them. ones that look good are the Game yes. Boy ones. That the Game I Boy one. will agree with. I, Gen, I think Gen 3 Pokemon is like, arguably a perfect game. <laughs> Anyways, uh, speaking of perfect games, I've also been playing something for an upcoming uh, subpixel feature. I see it in the list and he said Called. perfect game. And now I'm kind of like, mm. yeah. Escape from Tarkov. It doesn't say Death Stranding. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the outer worlds. I know where you live. <laughs> well, not anymore. You don't. Oh, damn it! I do. Uh, I have his new address. Damn it. Anyways, I so I've been playing this. Uh, we kind of have this fledgling series, unofficial, called "Is It Any Good?" Where basically I play a game for an hour and I give an objective, irrefutable opinion of it. All games can be decided in one hour. It's true. You know what? Star Citizen. We did it in an hour. <laughs> I refuse to believe you played a video game in one hour of Star Citizen. <laughs> no, I did. We played. We did it on stream. We played an hour of Star Citizen, and we got a lot of angry comments at me because I was trashing it the whole time no, I was playing. I, I, I'm saying I believe. That, I, I refuse to believe you got into Star Citizen, did stuff for an hour, and actually played video game and wasn't just mm. looking at menus the whole time. Oh, the best gosh. part about this, yeah. people got angry at Kyle, who was the most positive person on that stream. <laughs> so anyways, that Fuck hatred uh, fueled my creative passion to create a, a sequel where I looked at Roblox. Uh, that was a fun time. Uh, and for the new episode coming up, I looked at Escape from Tarkov, which is... It's a it's in okay get this it's in closed beta for the last four years, and it costs forty five dollars to get into the closed beta. <gasps> Folks, that's an early access game and a bad one, an overly priced early access game. Um. So, anyways, I uh, I was I played it for an hour. Do you, what do you guys know about Escape from Tarkov? I know that you have like an inventory that is independent of the game yeah and you have to like bring stuff in when you go into i assume tarkov um, yeah. and then it is a battle royale and eventually at some point your job is to escape and you have to like get the resources that you gained out and i don't other players kill you or they're like you queue up to be like a, a shooty person that's as far as my knowledge goes yeah, so so that's that's pretty much it. On the only thing is, it's not quite a battle royale. It is it is one death, you're out, you lose the gear on you. But it's it's more like it's more like the division's dark zone, where you're trying to just get in, loot, and get out, and you can end up having to fight other people for their gear and stuff. Does it um, isn't like there like a real money mechanic in there somewhere? I don't think so. Not that I saw. Again, Maybe I only played it for one hour. Else. But again, this is a factual, irrefutable opinion of the game, mm -hmm. which is that it's not very good, folks. And here's why. Look, <laughs> shooting, shooting feels great. I think it does a great job at the environment. 
it is terrible at onboarding players. I, I, I had barely any idea what I was doing. Um, because it's just like, I'll give you an example, right? So I'm like, okay, it gives you a bunch of starter gear. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, all right. It doesn't have any training, but I went to start, I went to join a match. And then it was just like, hey, do you want to do this in offline mode where you can just like run around and there's no penalty and there's nobody else? And I was like, yeah, I guess that's training. So I did that. It didn't tell me what any of the controls are. So I had to constantly look up controls. And this is a game that has controls like, like there's a lean left, lean right. But then there's also like a gradual uh, lean left, lean right. Like it's a pretty tactical shooter. And it didn't tell me what any of those controls are. I just had to like go through the controls menu for a while, figuring that out in this fake offline match. And then I go to join an online match. And there's like 10 areas on this map. And it's like, where do you want to spawn? Has no, no... It, like it knows I am a brand new player. This is literally my first match and it's not telling me where to go. And all of them have like these weird stats on them. And one of the stats is a fist and it says either hard or extreme. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I like my fist. And there's nothing lower than that for the 10 areas I could pick. And I'm just like, I guess I'm going hard. I guess I'm getting hard folks. And so I click on a hard area and I go to load into the match and it says like, Hey, big red text. It's just like, Hey, you don't have a map for this area. It's going to be hard. And I'm like, uh, okay. So I back out and I go to my inventory and I'm looking for a map and I can't find a map. And then I go to the front page is just like these like six or eight vendors, which are like a stalker type vendors. Like you click on them and you get this big, huge inventory to yeah. like pick out. Them. None of them had maps that I can find. So literally the game is just like, Hey, you do not have a map for this area, even though you are a brand new player and you get in the game. And then it's just like, your mission, go to the lighthouse for extraction. And I'm just like, where's the lighthouse? What am I supposed to be doing here? You know? And it just has this weird art style where, where it's like monochrome in a way. Like anything more than 100 meters past you, like a bush or a tree just becomes a single like monochrome shadow because of like the extreme film artistic effect on it. And it's just like, okay, I guess I'm wandering around. Oh no, I ran into a minefield and got shot. I guess I'm dead and I dropped all my gear. And, and then it's just like, it's it just has like all these mechanics in it and i'm sure once you play the game for 40 hours and understand all of it it's probably a lot of fun but it does a terrible job at onboarding the players and the map also felt very very empty mm -hmm. like i i played an entire like 20 or 30 minute match and i came across three people total two of them i killed one of them was at the very end of the match so we started shooting at each other and then the match ended which is just like you haven't extracted in time and I, I, it literally told me I walked three kilometers in the game across 30 minutes and it just did not like, it, it felt so empty, but not in a good foreboding way. And it was just like, I just, I hate a game. You play a game, you want to love it. I really did want to love this game. And it just did like zero, zero effort at welcoming new players. Yeah. And it's just crap. That's one. That's one of those games where you hear a lot of good stories from, but it's from those people who have played it enough. <clears throat> and then at Sorry. at some point, yeah. Ian, Ian talked about this game for ten minutes. What is the point of this game? What is the objective? <laughs> I don't it, has, it has a pretty cool objective. So I've I've read articles about it. It's basically what you talked about, where you are going into the zone, you are mm -hmm. grabbing loot, and then you're getting out of the zone. Right. Yes, I understand entire, that. Yeah. But the whole point is like you're building up like your your inventory in a way. So like you start out with like a crappy AK-47. But I like I've seen TikTok videos of like there's a sniper rifle in the game with a thermal scope. So you could just like 
completely decimate people. But in order to get that, you either have to get enough money to buy it or you have to like try and find the parts to then take it out of the game to craft it. But then it has an auction house in the game. So like I, I, read, I knew there was a crazy money scheme. Well, no, but it's I don't think it's real money. It's there may be some involved, but I read this entire article on I think it was on Vice of this guy who's like, I play Escape from Tarkov. And all I do in it is I'm a gun dealer. Like I literally just go into the zone. I know where to find the good parts. I take them out. I use the good parts to build a great like custom gun. And then I sell it on the auction house for a huge amount of money. And he's like, that's literally all I do in the game. I don't shoot at people. All I do is I just go in, I stay alive, find the parts I want, bring them out, make a custom gun. And the people who don't want to have to craft it, buy the custom gun from me. And like, I think that's really neat that there's this entire like player economy based on the loot you're finding and the crafting to make these cool guns and like gun fetishism around like realistic guns in there. It's like, that's right up my alley. But the game did, did just a piss poor job of introducing me to that. <laughs> I should love this game. This should be my game. God it's damn it. Because they just slapped me in the face when I tried to play it. Man. Okay. Um. First of all, that, okay, that sounds a little more interesting to me. So I guess th th like, is the end game that you're just a super kitted out dude that can shred anyone that comes near you? It's 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 like any other it's it's like it's like a combination of battle royale and MMO in terms of what's the point of a battle royale? What's the point of an MMO? Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Battle fine. royale, you want to dominate other people. MMO, you want to like get geared up. You want to have the ultimate kit, right? So it's basically that. There's not like a story, there's not like I think there may be a slight XP or experience system, but it's not like a leveling system or a campaign or anything like that. It's just about the experiences you have in the arena and then getting better gear to have better experiences. Um, I can also say, uh, yes, there is a huge like buying currency thing in this game because I typed in uh take from Karkov buy and the first game was rubles, which I assume is the in-game currency. It is. Uh, and like all of these, all these websites that are selling them are just the ones that sell gold in the most. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's all, it's I, I all the say, same websites that I recognize yeah. from like people spamming them in like RuneScape chat yeah. boxes. I will say the game did a very good job of I don't want to say hiding that, but it is not all over the place like it was with Roblox or other games. Good, good, good. You know, yeah. the fact that I played it for an hour, I interacted with the majority of the systems, and I didn't think there was monetization. I think speaks to them implementing it properly. Right. Yeah. Anyways uh you know what if you want to spend 45 bucks and try that out I go don't. right ahead <laughs> i just, can assure you i do not <laughs> just don't do what i did deliberately for the series which is not read anything at all about it or look up anything or try to understand any of it or play it with other people i would i would <laughs> recommend doing all of those things because the game will not help you one single bit there's there's difficulty and then there's being very very obtuse and uh difficult to even understand yeah well, great. So uh, look out for our Escape from Tarkov uh, stream series where full we play through. full playthrough. <laughs> We're going to get kicked my video, out. My video will be up on Monday, though. So check it out. Oh, I, I, I will watch it because I'm genuinely curious about yeah. how the fuck this game works. Real weird. You'll even be more I did, curious. I did afterwards. kill two people. I will say I uh, there is a way to like cue into the game as like 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 Will, you're talking about it as like a scav, which is where you don't bring gear into the game but you get to keep any that you bring out. But like kind of the trade-off is that you're basically spawning in with random gear. So I spawned in with a Mosin Nagant, which is like a very old Russian bolt-action rifle. And I fought these two guys and I took them out. Like I took them out with this bolt-action rifle from like, well, like, it was like 80, 90 meters. Like I was just, they pop, I was taking them out. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you though. They were shooting back at me, but they may have been like my wow. squad mates in a way. I don't know. I don't think they were bots. I'm also not sure. 
Because he kept we saying, fighting. "Please stop shooting us, please. We have <laughs> family." <friendly. laughs> it was just, it was just kind of weird. But anyways, I did get in a firefight and I did pop some people. So the gunplay feels great. But... As Ian strangled the life out of this guy, he holds up a picture of his wife and kids. Yeah. Oh, Martha. Well, say <laughs> goodbye to her. <laughs> ah, cute family. Oh, Ooh, napalm. Anyways, um, that's enough. Great. That was great. <clears throat> Folks, that was everything we've been playing this week. So it's time for what I like to call the news. And for the news, we have the greatest theme ever. I don't know why I'm doing this accent. It's yeah. time for the news theme, everybody. Talking about news, it's gaming news. What's up, news? Folks, it's those and dulcet there's tones. The, there's the Venom notification. Okay, we're good. Go on. <laughs> Save jokes. <laughs> uh, he does that live every time. Uh, folks, we. Oh, you know what? I should add a Discord join and end notific or sound at the beginning and end of the that's a good idea clip. that's really funny but you gotta, you gotta actually, he, he's behind this door playing the guitar right now you gotta you gotta play into it so it's gonna be like Buddha? okay zach go ahead and then at the end thanks zach Boo-doo. uh for next week um <clears throat> lots of news this week um i'm gonna start off this week because i want to talk about something very near and dear to my heart Hideo Kojima, a man who is handsome, uh, has quite a vision, and is also He's got a lot of one of the greatest people currently living. Um, there was a rumor that he was working on a secret game called Abandoned for the PlayStation 5. Yes. People were uh, purporting this rumor after this harassing reveal trailer came out. Twitter. Yeah, harassing... You know, as gamers do, uh, harassing everyone, saying, oh, this has to be a Hideo Kojima game, blah, blah, blah. I actually don't remember this trailer. When was it announced? I think it was yesterday, the day before. It was uh, yeah, it was already this week. Oh, gotcha. Day. I thought it was from the other thing. Okay, so, anyways, it's not him. Uh, it's not working on it. Uh, basically, what the company I'm sorry, came wait, wait. out to post a whole Why? thing where they're like, hey, wait, what do you want to say? Why? People think it was him because I saw this. I didn't even watch the trailer. I just saw some screenshots and I was like, looks like a mediocre. Because it's like a horror game. project and Kojima said he's working on a horror game and that and this is a brand like new weird... company. So people oh. thought it was like a shell thing to like. And also Kojima's notorious. Oh, I know, I for, know that. He, he did the Phantom Pain. Yeah. Phantom Pain was the fake name, right? No, Phantom Pain's the real, real name. It was. Uh, what was the fake name? Oh no, Phantom Pain was the fake name, but it was yeah. it didn't have it had the cutouts for Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah. Like, but he did it badly. He, like, yeah, people immediately were like, "Oh, okay, we get, we know what this is." Um, <clears throat> uh, like the, there's like a weird narration to the trailer, and it it it, it sounded like Kojima gar- jargon, where it was like, "There's vaguely a point that you're 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 circling. I don't fully understand what the hell you're talking about." They did a whole like post on their website, like, please, there's hardworking people on this game. Like, we're not yeah. covering up for this I, Kojima stuff. I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to pull away from this a little bit, but so this venture beat Arkley linked is by Jeff Grubb, notorious uh, leaker. But here it is. 
He says at the end, quote, and yes, that statue on Phil Spencer's shelf was referencing a potential deal with the legendary developer. I cannot confirm if Xbox closed the deal yet, but my understanding is that Kojima is the focus of a Microsoft plan to leverage Japanese talent. It's like that's a big thing. It's like you're so Phil said that. Phil said it's like you brought up the second article that I was gonna talk about. Oh, you have a second article down? Where? Yeah, Uh, I don't see a link here. Is this, is this the VTubers? Oh, maybe I didn't link the article. Sorry, the second part of this is that there is a chance that the next Hideo Kojima game is being published yes. by Microsoft for the yes. Xbox. Um, yeah. mostly Spencer f- said basically they're talking to a bunch of um, uh, Japanese game devs and the people in the industry and like Kojima's on the shortlist, basically. Yeah, because they want yeah. to pull their weight in Japan now, get a bigger audience. Did you see the VTuber thing? Yes. Oh, VTubers. <laughs> so good. They're promoting um, Games Pass in Japan by having like Japanese VTubers go on like commercials and be like, Games Pass. Woo! Nice. <laughs> please, hey, get please that money. somebody. So yes, I, I'm, I'm hoping uh, this Kojima stuff is true. Uh, it'd be cool. I mean, honestly, I would play it on either system, but a new Kojima game would be great. Just but to see what weird crap he did. have to give him money to play it? That's true. What if I didn't have to give him money? Ooh, yes. Glorious, glorious Games Pass. Um, so uh, yeah, and people were also bringing up, I mean, we even talked about it back when it happened was the Kojima Luden next to the Xbox thing and that Phil Spencer stuff back in forever ago. I hate the trend of putting crap behind you to allude to a property that like you might be in the future. Yeah, that's true. I I don't have time for this crap. But it's at least Phil Spencer's bit. I still don't well, believe Todd, the Todd, Todd Howard thing is real. Oh, I think, think he just think... likes Indiana Jones. He, I mean, he does. Oh, well, yeah. um, the the CEO of uh, Nvidia did it as well. He had the thirty ninety oh, yeah. in the on, on his kitchen. <laughs> yeah, so that was dumb. fun though, because that was the guy who isn't a games dude, like getting one in. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that one. <laughs> getting one in with the kids. A quick um, check-in. Still don't have a graphics card. Yay! <laughs> I got two of them. You want one? No, uh, actually, maybe. I you got any joke, spare PS5s? Yeah. Chance that it's not. I will take one. No, I don't have any. Um, who wants to go next? Who wants to talk about something? Um, let's let's continue on the Microsoft train. Let's talk Choo-choo! about MLB The Show 21 will be coming out on Xbox Game Pass. So just to be this clear, is this is wild. This is I love this so much uh, because screw Sony, they are in the they are in the past. They are dead as far as I'm concerned. So basically, MLB The Show <laughs> is dead. made by a PlayStation studio and used to be a PlayStation exclusive. But the uh, the rumor is that MLB said no. We want to. We don't want this to be a PlayStation exclusive anymore. We want this to be on other consoles. Um, and so that meant that it had to be on Xbox. And it, I believe MLB is the publisher now of the game. Yes, correct. Only only on the Xbox version. Yes, that's right. So it's and published because, by Sony. Yeah. Otherwise, it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> and because of that, well, I don't want to say because of that, but that's probably why Microsoft was able to negotiate that this game will be on Game Pass day one on on the Xbox for the very first time versus $60, it may be $70, i am not even sure, on the PlayStation 5 day one. And I just... crazy. That's that's incredible. It's not a great game. I don't really like the series that much, but baseball fans love it, and it's just... It's like we're gonna take your we're gonna take your Sony exclusive title that your your Sony's making an exclusive title. We're gonna take the exclusivity away, and we're gonna basically give it away to free. 
and that is just that's a one-two punch man you're done yeah that's, that's wild i mean for for anyone that doesn't know about mlb the show i mean how dare you first of all no uh this is just your equivalent this is just the 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 madden of the baseball games like it's yeah, just, exactly just the, sa- the same thing every year they just change the roster around so you can lose as the washington washington nationals like i do every single year um i do want to uh there's a quote here from like this is the playstation like announcement of this is happening as part of the goal for this year's game mlb decided to bring the franchise to more players and baseball fans so like in the the, the very first line of this thing they're like it wasn't us we're doing <laughs> yeah. this out of spite yep i hope it has all the playstation buttons and menu stuff <laughs> That they, don't, awesome. they don't actually change it. All, all of the, uh, all, all of the uh, Xbox versions have a have a PlayStation symbol in the bottom right corner the whole time you're playing. Can you imagine how like how frustrating that must watermarked. be? Like you're a PlayStation Studio, you just make games for PlayStation, and you have to read the Microsoft Xbox certification guide on how to make your game oh, approved whoa. for the Xbox, and you're That's just like. So... Oh my God! It Give really it to the shows, intern. though, like how <laughs> how little power Sony has over this. Like, like I yeah. mean, what yeah. what are they gonna do? MLB owns baseball. Like, like, exactly. like you can't you can't just be like, nah, we we don't want to agree to that. You have no bargaining power. They'll take baseball away from you. Yeah, I think this is a good thing. This is this is basically a monopoly in the in the baseball games market, and I'm yeah. glad that it is being destroyed in such a way that. It's not just on Xbox. It's basically free on Xbox. So it's, it's, it's a shattering thing. Destroying a monopoly. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That's crazy. Oh, speaking of baseball, I, Chris, I don't know if I told it's you this, uh, but I told this to George um, at the company we used to work for. One of the stakeholders Welcome. and investors was yes. one Ken Griffey Jr. Correct. And I like to think for a brief moment, he said, what? You gotta go fire Chris and Will. <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> Which makes me think that Ken Griffey Jr. said my name and knew who I was for a brief moment and said, fire that guy! <laughs> no, that's true. He he did say he got off a call with the shareholder. Yes. You're right. So, for a brief... I was fired by Ken Griffey Jr. I just want everyone to know And that. the guy who owns the Dodgers, whose name I can't recall. Yeah, so oh, I'm allowed gosh. to emulate that game now for free. <laughs> Yeah, it's in our severance. <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, MLB the show or Ken Griffey Jr.'s baseball? Ken Griffey Jr.'s baseball. That's nice, okay. n- nice Todd Howard reference. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Chris, what do you want to chat about, my friend? Uh, let's talk about um, everyone's favorite thing that happens around May and April. Uh, it's delays, baby. Woo! Uh, Death Loop has become Delay Loop. It has been pushed to September Ooh. 14th. Yeah, I guess it was nothing. Um, and... Look, I'm fine with delaying games. It, it, by and large, I think it's a fine thing. Uh, I, as long as you give me a date, you don't uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 or uh, Duke Nukem Forever, where you just say, it's delayed. And then you just don't say anything for three years. Because <laughs> um, that, that always means bad game. Um, Deathloop being delayed to September is one thing, though. Do, is this the curse of games that are designed to release in the April-May block, get pushed to September, then get pushed to November? See, I don't think so. I think I figured out why it got delayed. You want to know why it got delayed? So they can make the Xbox version. (laughs) Well, no, but they... they, Oh! I know, they're honoring it and everything, but I... No, no, but I mean... I mean, they, it's probably a timed exclusive. So, like, let's say the first year of it being out. So that just pushes the Xbox version later. That's true. I just thought... 
like but I was just thinking, they, I was like, oh, make the Xbox version. It comes out day and date. The uh, the, the the legal thing that Xbox put out basically said that like they are not required to honor any of those deals. They are electing to do it with with Deathloop. It is a uh, courtesy to Sony. They were they were doing. I um. So they could I, just fuck. Yeah. This this delay surprised me the most out of all the delays that have happened so far. Because it seems very finished. It seems very, very, like, since the first trailer, the, they've been showing, like, I don't want to say, actually, they've been showing gameplay in the trailer since the beginning, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And it's, like, fully fleshed down environments, multiple uh, environments, The multiple very characters. first trailer was no, was no game. But it still had, like, cinematics, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So it looked like it was pretty much done since the beginning like this did this was not god of war ragnarok is coming next year and you can't even show anything we'll show you barely a title card yeah exactly so so this game this surprised me just because i was like oh yeah it's coming it's probably been done for a while but i guess not so uh someone might have been zach said uh i wonder if this is a similar thing to um ghost of tsushima was delayed because of last of us 2 Oh um, yeah, and, and which is why we got the Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer mode because they had all this extra time. They're like, uh, yeah. I don't know, make something else. And the team was like, You got <laughs> it. We like, we like being paid. Um, so I was like, I was like, Are there any? But there's nothing coming out like relatively soon that yeah. would warrant delaying a major title. I think while we're doing conspiracy theories, I will just say that I know that Bethesda QA, which uh, out of out of Bethesda publishing, does a lot of QA for the games and the studios underneath them as well. Mm-hmm. And I know that they don't treat their QA testers well. And I know how that system is. And I guarantee you they had a hell of a time switching to COVID because that's, yeah, none of those testers probably had VPN access or anything like that. They probably just sit them down in front of company computers and say, play this game. So transitioning all those 150 plus contractors, six month contractors to some sort of quarantine and then not hiring them full time. So halfway through and yeah, two thirds of the way through quarantine, you've got to cycle your contractors because God forbid you hire them. That's going to suck. So yeah. I don't know for sure that's what's going to happen. But if they were leaning on Bethesda QA, there is no way that process is moving smoothly. Uh, I'd be willing to warrant that they're not mostly because Arcane Games. I mean, I'm sure it's the same like QA process, but like yeah. Arcane Games come out substantially less buggy than your average Bethesda title. That's true, yeah. No, but there's not, usually, you know, there's usually always at least out. a little bit of leaning on the the publisher's QA, or I mean yeah. the parent company's QA, but it's always a question of how much you're leaning on them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine, like, I, I, I really wonder what the source of this delay is, because like there's, yeah. there's nothing like Ghost or like Cyberpunk that strikes you immediately as, oh, well, that's why. Cyberpunk, yeah, basically, from, from the first yeah. delay, we're like, ooh, they're behind. Yeah. 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 So just complete conjecture, but I think you're right. It is. This is a big mystery as to like this game looked fantastic from the start. It looked like it was good to go. I'm curious. They just dropped that like James Bond song. Like, yeah. like the maybe game they seems sh- done. Maybe they shuffled yeah. around Forbidden West. And that's coming around. That's coming out first. I mean, it's first of all, it's wild to me that it's wild to me that they re-upped saying still 2021 like two months ago, but didn't give us a release date. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like the only other major Sony exclusive coming out is Ratchet and Clank. But like, what is the overlap between Deathloop and Ratchet and Clank <laughs> in the market? Didn't Ratchet and Clank? I don't know if it was a rumor confirmed. Didn't it get pushed to fall, or was it midsummer or something like no, that? No, uh, it's mid. It's June. Um, that's so late because that's supposed or, to be a launch window game, and man, that's pushing that launch so window. Was, uh, real far so was Forbidden. So was Horizon Forbidden West. Man, and remember, Ragnarok is still 2021. I believe. I don't think they've pushed that yet. So they said, well, it's like that, but. But we, we all know. Yeah. We all know. When Blizzard announced that Diablo 2 remake, they're like 2021. I was like, just, just, 
Yeah, June what? June eleventh. Uh, but that's in closed beta in like a week or two. Oh, is it? I need to. Yeah. What is? I sign up for that. the Diablo two remaster. Really? Yeah, it's actually coming out pretty soon. They, uh, I'm so Mag- excited for Magic, that. Uh, Magic Legends, the Ma- the Magic Diablo slash MMO clone, uh, it just entered open beta. Apparently, it's actually quite good. That's surprising. What? Who told I, you that? Because I heard completely the opposite. Yeah, well, so I, I heard I heard so much like it's garbage from the closed beta, and then yeah. the open beta came out, and everyone's like, "It's the best Diablo we've had since 2. And I'm like, well, oh. you've only you've only had uh, Diablo three and uh, Path yeah. of Exile, but okay." I'm- I wonder if there was like a huge difference in. I wonder if there was a huge time gap between the builds for closed beta and open beta. Uh, if it's going on how Wizards of the Coast develops things, almost certainly, because <laughs> they're terrible. Anyways, um, so I'll pick the next news item. We talked about this a little wow. bit earlier. We talked about Death Stranding. Uh, I was yeah. very surprised by this. Uh, Death Stranding released on PC earned twenty-seven million dollars. That's that's pretty good for a game that came out. Is it a year or like nine months after it came out on console? I think it was uh, a full. I think they Monster Hunter World. I think it was yeah. a full year. It was yeah. 2019. It's, it's very surprising because I think we all know Death Stranding. Not a great, great game. game. Arguably awful. <laughs> so <laughs> pretty surprising. Terrible story. Started. Everything else is great. Yeah. So Princess I, I like this because <laughs> I don't want to say this was a gamble, but this was kind of the first step in a way for Sony exclusives going to PC. And then, of course, we got Days Gone and Horizon um so i'm excited that this did so well wow man man the the, the trilogy of games horizon zero dawn uh, death stranding and days gone five too days gone uh, i just as a sidebar here i was confused by because days gone is a playstation collection game but also yes. it just came out as a playstation plus game yes. so what do people who already pay for it have it I know zero people that have touched this game. I know nothing about it other than zombies and motorcycles. Um, PS4 gamers don't have access to the. Oh, you're right. You're right. Which, okay, I just want to be clear about this. I want to be clear about this. This is such a such a <laughs> shitty attempt at getting back at Game Pass, which is basically like, you know, remember, lead up to the PS5, PlayStation was like, guess what? If you buy a PS5, you get access to the PlayStation Collection, which is our best PlayStation 4 games for free and it was like okay all right and they were like but only for ps5 gamers if you're a ps4 gamer you do not get action access to our best ps4 games for free and it was like (laughs) what (laughs) that's not game pass that's just that's just trying to like dangle and carrot and be like buy the new console we'll give you last gen's good games my favorite um sony not not knowing how to do anything with like exclusivity and like game pass-esque things is that uh for a while they pushed like hey you can use playstation now to play uh playstation 3 games on your ps4 and the two the two titles they have pushed were the ratchet and clank collection which is all the original ratchet and clank games and red dead redemption 2 and if you owned the ps3 disc of either of those games, and when you put it in after that patch, it would yeah. bring you to PlayStation Now and oh, say you have awful. to play it this way. You have to stream it, even though you have the physical disc in your hands. That's awful. That's the worst. Amazing. I hate That's that. Terrible. Oh, it's so good. Death Stranding makes so much money, by the way, and it makes me shocked that like uh, Sony wouldn't be clutching onto Kojima's ankles with every dying wish. Yeah. That- yeah. Because it, it crushed it's gorgeous. out of the water. Yeah. Just by yeah, it's, having Kojima's name on it. It's terribly, but it yeah. looks great. 
for for how much money exactly. they reportedly had to build that game it's, and how quickly they built it and how yeah for those two factors that i didn't know until it like came out when people were reporting that it's like crazy like it's it is Who it makes that sense engine? that's the um, gorilla did gorilla, yeah, gorilla make it yeah it's gorilla i believe so uh, they they got their money's worth out of that yeah. holy crap but two it, it is that game I, I think i've said this before is the perfect like it is a you can tell it's such a blueprint for a much bigger game because that's yeah. a reason things are like all the same like there's no real like you can't go into the, any of those buildings they're it's cookie cutter missions and everything because it's i feel like it's such a blueprint for like what something like a test run for this sort of thing that it very feels like stuff Hideo on Kojima after, limit after. testing yeah 100 yeah. percent um yeah that's great I'm, I'm very happy for them making money um speaking of making money a sealed copy of super great. smash brothers broke the no, record wasn't that game yeah. Oh, sorry. Super Mario Brothers. Did I really say Super Smash Brothers? Yeah. Uh, Smash Brothers would make sense. Yeah, would make yeah. sense. Sold for. Do both of you know this number? Um, I've forgotten yeah. it. I looked at it when it oh. happened. Uh, sold for six hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Some idiot paid <gasps> six hundred and sixty thousand dollars for a game that also came with Duck Hunt. You are a <laughs> stupid person. <laughs> No, I get why you would... It, it didn't even come with a duck hunt gun. Uh, I will never understand. This is with every hobby. The I understand holding on to things and like keeping things nice. I don't understand paying exorbitant amounts of money for that sort of thing. Yeah, and, and to be clear, this is this is some weird one-off version from the fourth print that has like some missing stuff on the box. and it's Yeah, it's, it's one very, of very, very like, niche. A stamp with an upside-down airplane type of collectible thing. Yes. Yeah. So I own one thing in mint condition. It's it's right up there. It's my uh, transistor limited run version, and it doesn't oh. even have the game in it because Will Crosby has the game. It's I true. Thought it was Ring Fit Adventure. It kind of looks like the Ring Fit Adventure box. <laughs> I, I see. I, it's the same colors. It's the same like overall. Yeah, color. that's, trans that's transistor, a good video game. Not the Ring Fit isn't good, Ooh. but like okay, okay, come on. No. <laughs> Actually, it is good. I played it twice because it beat my ass and i was yeah. sore and i was like i don't know you don't respect my body argument. i don't respect your game <laughs> i'm not having the argument of what's a better game transistor or ring fit adventure <laughs> hey i played it for like two weeks every morning and it was it was it hurt your I, body i mean I, remember that thing about people were like buying up copies because people were using it to get fit in quarantine yeah, <laughs> yeah. Selling them for I mean, it's still kind of hard to buy ridiculous um yeah, this is just crazy because it's mostly how much this person paid for it, which is I like I understand sanity. buying rare games that you liked as a kid and it's hard to buy them. Like I was trying to find a yeah. Harvest Moon game today and it was like a hundred bucks or more just because there weren't really physical copies of it in the US, et cetera. And yeah. a, a lot of people really liked it. But this is this is collecting to put it on a shelf and put glass around it and be like, oh, isn't it so rare? And I just this is the kind of collecting I cannot get behind. This is just stupid. Yeah, and it's not it's not like the uh, the PlayStation Nintendo. Sorry, the PlayStation exactly. Nintendo uh, console, which was like is a one of a kind. Nobody else has this. I mean, it's a paperweight. It, it belongs in a museum and it yeah. belongs in a museum. Uh, this is just a copy of this game. It's not like the first copy. It's not like it's got like Iwata's genetic code inside of it or anything like that. So you can finally bring him back. Uh, it's it's just a copy of Super Mario Bros. 
If I had a lot yeah. of money, I would buy this and open it immediately in front of everyone. <laughs> and play it. And then light it on fire. Yeah. And bring it to AGDQ and speedrun it. Yeah, there's uh, like there's no cultural significance to this particular copy of the game other than it is unique. Who who cares? Like if it was signed by the original entire team. Yeah. Sorry, I just want to shout out Baron who was going to bed because it's four AM for night, him. Boy, you get special I don't interrupt for chat very often, but you get a special little shout out. Have a have sweet dreams. And you're welcome for the bikini babe Isabel I photoshopped. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was me. <laughs> I thought you just found it. Um, uh no you can't find quality content like that on the internet um uh i think it's chris's turn let's talk about it e3 it's it's despite everything not dead um and what's more surprising to me is that um the the well two of the big three uh, uh microsoft and nintendo are like yeah e3 it's not dead we hate jeff keely <laughs> they didn't say anything about jeff keely um but yeah it's, uh, e- 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 it's it's there uh e3 is back and um yeah two like two of the like the big marquee things when they were actually the three big marquee things they're announcing when they were like hey we're back is with press conferences from nintendo they're doing a special e3 direct like they used to do with doug bowser apparently he will be there in the flesh so i wonder if they're like gonna do a shell i mean not 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 in the flesh because it is is all streamed but he will you know appear on screen and talk at you um and then xbox slash xbox bethesda slash xbox bethesda zenimax which is how i saw them i I saw i saw i think it was imran khan tweeted a thing where it was like uh featuring press conferences from xbox dash bethesda dash zenimax (laughs) sure technically and uh, the last the last like big one was uh like you know being pushed as a very marquee one was ubisoft who like we gotta stop giving ubisoft microphones all they do is skull and bones skull and, and bones skull and, 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 and stop talking about the world where's my skull and bones you cowards <laughs> um, beyond good and evil yeah. too <laughs> one one e3 being back great they need to do at least better than last year's summer games fest or they're actually dead because here's the thing, Capcom and uh, Nintendo and Microsoft, they can show up here and this can be a huge dumpster fire and they'll be fine. You're yeah. still going to buy Monster Hunter. You're still going to buy the Halos. You're still going to buy whatever Nintendo vomits onto the floor like the dog you are. Um, <laughs> but uh, like, but like E3 really has to be careful to not die here. Um, also, I noticed that there are some like missing ones. Obviously, Sony doesn't care they do state states play uh but square enix is not attending at all and if you google uh square enix uh e3 it links you to summer game fest's homepage. wow well i i'm just they haven't had good press conferences like that whole avengers one where they spent the first 30 minutes introducing who the marvel avengers are hi tra- i'm iron man it's yeah, like it's awful don't do that they, to your they they, they just do trailers now like they just did the final yeah. fantasy 16 trailer over the summer games fest or was that game awards um yeah. And like that's that's all they that's all yeah. they have to do like they're kind of like capcom where it's like just just show us trailers we don't want to hear you talk about anything i just i i love this uh e3 has definitely had its struggles deservedly so it's had its critics deservedly so but last year when we did not have e3 and there was just a smattering of random game news spread over three months yeah was it was bad. it was god awful it was god awful um so e3 as much as that organization is starting to suck they do a pretty good job of basically getting all the big players or most of the big players together and getting them together around the same time and saying, show your stuff to the world. And it becomes yeah. this big, this big frenzy, this big celebration of gaming. And even the people who don't quote unquote participate, 
like uh, like EA or Sony, they feel obligated to release stuff or show stuff off right around the same time as E3. So it's a nice big midsummer hit of here's a bunch of gaming news. And we really need that because 2020 showed that just just a real lazy trickle. Remember the stupid remember the stupid console fight between Sony and Microsoft? <laughs> yes. They were like trickle feeding information. Oh, yeah. So who's gonna, Microsoft who's Microsoft first. Microsoft never even really announced their price. It got leaked and then they had to confirm it. And it was yeah. like, yeah. it was insane. And it was because they, they were just playing one-upsmanship. They're like playing chicken and E3 would have been like, no, if somebody comes out and they lay down the price and you don't do something soon, you're going to look like crap. And yeah. and that's what E3 does. It coalesces all that. That, we need that, that. was the big thing. Like, cause I, I thought like, you know, fair, fair shot to Jeff Keighley, who I don't like. Um, like he <laughs> he he saw hey e3 is not happening this year there's a global pandemic i'm gonna try to make something happen so at yep. least there is games news and like he the the throw like the three month crap of summer games Fest was a terrible idea but like at least at least there was something happening but like e e3 it gives like this is your date this is your time slot if you don't it, it's it's not like when you no pay money during... for it exactly uh and, and it's not like when there's no news during summer games fest everyone's like okay keely couldn't get x company to show up and talk if there's no news at e3 it's oh that company doesn't have the thing to show because they would have shown it yeah yeah anyways it's good it's back i hope they fix some things and do better than before but i'm glad it's back i just want games news yeah it's just so much easier because like past couple e3s like i usually take the days off of work and stuff so you can like sit down get through all the gaming news and like kind of like digest it and it's always fun so looking forward to somewhat doing that again um ian what do you want to talk about um just going through these these are crap you guys want to move on (laughs) Uh, i just wanted to do a quick shout out to the intel demo their automated hate speech removal bleep for voice chat because i think it's very funny I think it's something that could work in a perfect world, but I don't think will ever work. And I want to shout out, uh, Pridge was talking about this on the uh, around the monitor, the sliders for misogyny, name-calling, <laughs> racism and xenophobia, and sexually explicit language, which are none, some, most, and all for blocking, which I just love the fact that you can block some misogyny not block any name calling and then block probably most of the racism and xenophobia. And then also there's just a setting called N word with an off and on toggle. <laughs> I love that. It's called, it is literally an N and just... hyphen word. <laughs> like I, I just, there's a lot of people crapping on this and people being like, you shouldn't have like sliders or like people being upset that they're using the phrase N word. And it's like, it's not tolerant enough. And I think this is just like, for me, this is just, uh, I, it's, it's just like, they're doing what you want and there's really no way to do this properly, which yeah. is like moderate content for these things that people find problematic for good reason. But at the same time, it's still a, it's still an algorithm back there and somebody's yeah. got to dictate or judge it. Even if it's AI learning, you've got to teach it somehow. And it's just like, you're going to have these and they're, at least they're exposing it instead of just yeah. having it in some mystery night bots profanity filter that you can have problems with 
But I, I just one thing I did see of people being like, "Why are we arguing about this? It is literally a tech demo. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's it's not done. It's like, yeah. Like... But to be clear, this is a real product they are making. No, no, yes. no I understand that, and, yeah. and I think it's. I actually think like like I think this is a, honestly a very good idea. I and think like, it's a good it's, start. Assuming yeah. the tech works, this is awesome. I Intel, I believe, has that um audio. Uh, what it's called they've got audio balancing software where if like if you pop your microphone it'll like just like reduce it down like like intel is like actually trying a lot to uh, stuff with comms yep. and, and uh audio which is good because we're i think people are getting over fps like your, your frames per second and the next thing everyone's gonna jerk themselves off about is audio fidelity so yeah also bleep yep. is a very good name for a for a, oh, a great name um i just it's so funny i the, the other problem is like someone saying like words getting detected wrong, but again, that's that's why it's a demo. Like I saw, they gotta um, filter out all the trucks. Yeah. yeah, I saw someone saying a thing over how like, uh, oh well, you shouldn't discriminate against who's allowed to say the n word or whatever like that, and, and then <laughs> some 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 psychopath subtweeted it with like, yeah, you should have to verify your race. <laughs> And then somebody just uh, what? just uh, is insanity. And then I somebody linked the the uh, the the. I think it was. I think it's a gamer article. Do you guys remember when the Kinect couldn't detect black people? Oh yes. <laughs> and yeah. It's like that, and it was like ah, uh, history repeating itself. Yeah, I, I, I just I, I like like you said, Chris. I I do think this needs to be applauded because I just turn off voice chat by default yeah. as soon as I can in any game because it is awful online. It Except is just not all stars. <laughs> Which has it by default on from the controller. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Controller <laughs> from the controller speaker. Um, and your microphone is on by default from the controller. That's so awful. So it's just like this does need to be addressed, and quite frankly, developers are not doing enough to do it. So let's throw some technology I at it. Recently, it. a lot of people have it. Like, do you guys remember the thing of Valorant had a really bad problem where one of their devs was like harassed off of? The thing by people just like shrieking at her and calling her all sorts of foulities and Jeez. riot games a terrible company uh came out and said like hey we're gonna do something about this and like i've reported people in valorant for foul language and like instantly like like within 30 seconds got like oh, see wow. them see them see them booted reported and gotten a notification like hey your kick went through and like like nice. uh, f fair shots companies are actually yeah. trying i like when twitter does it too and I like the confirmation, like when the company like it makes tells it feel you really powerful. Yeah, because then you're like, yeah, because they're doing it because it shows they listen to you, and you feel like, oh, they listen to me. Well, I'm helping make the pop, like the the game ecosystem, a, sl a yeah. slightly better place. Should I report yeah. all of Chris's tweets? Um, <laughs> I reported one of his by him. accident. <laughs> it was he great. <laughs> he thought there was gonna be a confirm button, and, and he there just was hit not. Whoops. <laughs> Um, we're a little bit over time, so I don't know if we want to do the whole debating and video game debating. It's I up think to we you have folks. to. I think, but, but we can just do one game. Okay, so let's. Oh, well, we're gonna have to fight which game we're gonna. Actually, if any, I haven't thought of a game. So if anyone has a game, I got one. What's uh, yeah, Chris? What's your game? Chris, what's uh, your game? I I I've been playing it. So Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't like this game. Interesting. Go on. Yeah, I haven't Where's played it, so Wait, I can't say. It. I know. I'm putting. I'm putting it up right now. Boy, okay, it's on the screen. You don't, you don't. Sorry, you don't like it for the list. You don't like it in general. Um, I don't like that game in general. I think it's a solid seven. I uh, would, yeah, I would say it's a seven to to eight. Yeah, my problems were, um, I, I don't think it does enough to improve upon the open world genre. And the main reason why I say that is because every time you try and pick something up, 
you have, go through like a like a second animation of reaching down, yeah, grabbing yeah, that's it, true. standing back up. And it sucks. I think a lot of the cutscenes are not polished in that about half the time they start with somebody T-posing for a millisecond and then popping into place. I don't that know if that's been that. that that's been patched, but I will say a lot of the cutscenes are still very like character standing. It's it, it's it's very similar to the, how the Yakuza games work. Weird weird comparison. But um yeah. where it's like you can tell the cutscenes they spent money on and the cutscenes they spent nothing on. <laughs> yeah. So I I just I think it's a I I think it's a I'm solid sorry. 7. I'm sorry. I'm noticing Brink is on here. Yeah, well, maybe we should read the list out for the for oh the listeners. for the listeners. Uh, currently, number one is Outer Wilds, two is Yakuza Zero, three is Doom nineteen ninety three, four is Prey twenty seventeen, five Shadow of the wild. Colossus, six Battlefield nineteen forty three, seven The Outer Worlds, and eight the worst game ever is Brink. And um, we are considering I, adding. I Horizon cannot. Zero fathom that prey 2017 is above shadow of the colossus uh, uh i think i don't want to rehash it but i think we did a good job of stating that shadow of the colossus was very good for its time but it doesn't do nearly as much as well as prey does and we we also put innovators over they both have bad endings so i'll give you that what was it innovators over uh what are what's a game that does everything masterfully masterful i don't know Oh, but I think that was a different argument, though. Well, the reason we put you... Doom over Prey is because it was oh, yeah, an innovator over. over... Oh, I don't have a problem with that. I have no problem yeah. with that. Like, but anyways, like, year one, two, three. Like, I could argue Yakuza Zero is slightly better than Outer, Outer yeah. Wilds, but like that's more of a preference thing. That's true. Yeah. Okay, Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Well, I can tell you, it's at least better than six, seven, and eight. I mean, I could I... see it at an eight. I I don't you? think it's I don't think it's better than Battlefield 1943, and I'll say I'll say why. So Battlefield 1943, we talked about this, is basically like it's very limited in scope. It's like yes. we're gonna be a twenty dollar arcade shooter with that Battlefield feel. We're gonna have some good multiplayer in it, and they nail that. They don't go outside of it. They don't try to do anything crazy, but they nail that so well. Okay. And yeah. I will say they do do one thing crazy, which is they had the air superiority mode, which was basically they're like. People love, flying, now, yeah. people love flying in Battlefield games, but there's always like one or two planes per map and people fight over it. So what if we just have a multiplayer mode that is literally just team deathmatch planes only? That's it. You spawn in a plane, you're fighting planes. Um, planes. Yeah. And so I, I think Horizon's a good game. I just, I don't think, because remember, Horizon came out a week before Breath of the Wild. So there is, this is going to be, this is going to sound really the case. Yeah, I think it was I think it was the week before. So there is very this is going to sound very mean, but there is almost no reason why all the improvements that Breath of the Wild made to the open world genre, Horizon should have been able to do those as well, but it did not. It was just kind of a typical open world game, a very polished one, but it was not moving the genre forward. See, I would I would argue that the there's a, a core fundamental difference between how Breath of the Wild works as a 3D open world exploration game and how Horizon works. Horizon is more of taking the archetypical like Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4, like uh, FPS style of thing and subverting that into third person where I think uh, Breath of the Wild is much more taking the Zelda archetype and pulling it out into a open world genre. I mean, I could see that, but the other thing is Horizon... Far Cry 3 is still an open world game. Horizon is not really an open world game. It's like it's like arenas. Like you load into a smaller open world area you can explore within that, but then you move on to the next 
open world hub area. No, that's not that's not that's not really the case, especially later game. Like you're tra you're traveling all over that goddamn map. But I I so granted I only played the first two or three areas, but it felt like they were like, hey, this is the area you're gonna play in for a bit. So and then you're in that area, yeah. and then you pop out and you're in the next area. But it's not it's not a huge open map that you're exploring. Once you get out of the first area, you have access to everything. Okay. And they they do a pretty okay job of like like let's go over to the the ice place and you can see what there is you can pick up all your side quests and come back whenever you want to do them and the next main quest is over here mm -hmm. and then we'll, we'll we'll bring you back to the ice place later but for now check this out um they, they, no they, especially later in the game they do a pretty good job of sending you here here there and back again um yeah I I think I, I think Horizon deserves some praise for being a for being a new IP because Jesus Christ last gen just had had story nothing. is great yeah yeah story is great it's it, it's overall a cool like setting and concept it's just because it's like it, it could have it could have just really been humans versus dinosaurs and we would have been like whatever fine but the fact that they were like yeah tech dinos everyone's like hell yeah yeah big robo dinosaurs hell yeah mecha, yeah. mecha godzilla yeah <laughs> um great movie and uh also like having a uh competently uh portrayed female protagonist it's actually interesting is God, it's like a needle in a haystack nowadays. Yeah, they're all. Um, it's it's just it's just varied degrees of white men with beard. Yeah. So it sounds like it sounds like if I'm understanding you right, Chris, you would put it under Shadow of the Colossus, whereas I would put it one more down under Battlefield 1943. What what do yeah. you think, Will? I you know I I think Chris uh, has a strong argument putting it over battlefield 1943 i think a lot, he makes a lot of good points i understand where you're coming from but also i'm gonna default to the higher praise for higher amount of time played versus yeah i could see that just it, like more experience with the game because i feel like there, there, there is definitely more game in one of them. yeah although i will say the like he, he makes a great point for for what battlefield 1943 is like for a a like limited yeah, a limited shooter, I guess I would call it. Like it had they they really jacked it. For oh the yeah, and the game is yeah. not balanced at all, and it's ridiculous. But like it's it it is they they really nailed like we're making a shooter that is not serious. It's just fun. We're gonna we're gonna drive around. Yeah. We're gonna shoot stuff. We're gonna have the air raid button. Like and like it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I think um I think I'm okay with it being about Battlefield so long as I get to mention yet again what really stabbed me in the heart about Battlefield 1943 when it came out, which was. It was a console exclusive, and as a is it really? Yes, I believe it's still a console it's, exclusive. It's like it's like friggin' uh, Civilization Revolution. Yeah, it is. It is just I I literally bought Battlefield 1942 when it came out on the PC. I was a staunch Battlefield fan. I was a PC player, and you turn out a great game like Battlefield 1943, and you never release it on the PC. That is heresy. That's not Battlefield 2 Modern Combat, which was just like a bad console game. This, what's the what's the one in the future? Twenty one forty two, fantastic game. Great game. <laughs> was that available on PC? That was only on PC. It was only on PC. Okay, yeah. I guess I played yeah. on PC. I did. I did not recall playing it on PC, but I did yeah, play it's that basically, game. So. For the longest time, the Battlefield franchise was like only on PC, yeah. and then yeah. they just had like like crappy one or two console games. In the bad same. company. Viet, bad company two Vietnam is an incredible. Incredible That's multiplayer great. game. This incredible. list is insane. <laughs> because it is, we almost have the top is, ten. 
It is the so only. The, it is the only list that starts with Outer Wilds, ends with Break, and has <laughs> the yeah. the, me, the median game, the 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 perfect middle ground of all video games is Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, I, I brought which, up, which I, honestly I could see as an argument. Yeah, I brought up last time. Uh, not 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 to fault you, Chris, because you weren't there, but I brought up last time that like this is supposed to be like a solid like literally one out of 10 to a 10 out of 10 video game list but we just keep bringing in bangers so we end up <laughs> we're gonna bring yeah. in bad games next time, I, next bad time games. i'll bring you some garbage <laughs> <laughs> turning point yeah. fall of liberty um, <laughs> number one number zero i'll tease i'll tease i was gonna bring in battleborn oh I, I, I didn't have anything haven't touched the video game that battleborn versus brink battle that's that's interesting right Smite. there Ooh. Oh, Paragon. A game that could have been everything. And oh, how dare you! <laughs> how dare you invoke their name? What was that <laughs> shitty MOBA you kept going on about? Dawn Gate. Dawn Gate. League of Legends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, with, with League of Valorant, number ten. You have the problem of like it is like one of the most important games ever, but also fuck that game. We should <laughs> it okay. deserves nothing. Uh, I'm trying to end, but we should have a MOBA box, which is like if you're if you're a MOBA, you are not allowed above this number or below this number. The you have to exist within the MOBA line. There's a separate mini list, which is MOBAs. They they legally cannot exist on this list. But here's the order. It's like the periodic table of elements. It's like the arrow pointing to where it should be. It just says all MOBA games. The MOBA quarantine zone. I'm gonna over and care about the MOBA rankings. Here they are. I'm gonna make a count MOBA quarantine zone note here. That's so good. That's a great idea. League Smite are the other ones. Who cares? When we have a slow news week, we're just going to have to rank like 10 MOBAs. <laughs> okay, it's just sitting over there in left field. Oh, you do the same thing about Royales. <laughs> oh, that's right. No, but some Battle Royales are good. All the Harvest yeah, Moon well, games. It's like Apex, two spaces, Fortnite. Oh, three spaces. Okay, I'm going to start the music. Folks, thank you for tuning in this week. Oh, let me quickly read down the list. One, Outer Wilds. Two, Yakuza Zero. Three, Doom. 1993. Four, Prey. 2017 5 shadow of the colossus 6 horizon zero dawn is the new edition for this week number seven battlefield 1943 number eight the outer worlds and the worst game of all time according to subpixel is brink uh folks thank you for watching uh this has been local chat a games podcast joining me today was ian gibson and christopher elliott you can find all of our content on subpixelfilms.com they'll bring you straight to our youtube channel you can check out hot videos like this monday when ian's video all about escape from tarkov comes out you can check out all of chris's stuff if you go to at save data team on any social that'll bring you to their youtube channel where you can check out all their great stuff like around the monitor and the save data cast and the ace attorney stuff that they do it's very very good content gentlemen thank you for joining me today this was genuinely a good time we learned a little. This might be our longest episode. Usually, I cut it off pretty good, but we got real you know. heated talking about Escape Tarkov. <laughs> <laughs> we did get heated. You know what? Quick that game. Um, yeah, not much else to go over. Uh, Saturday, if you're watching this live, we're gonna be streaming some Dark Souls the board game. So definitely check that out. And then that night, Kyle and I are playing some Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. So 
definitely tune in. But until then, stay safe, stay warm, and have a lovely time gaming. We'll see ya. Bye.